is totally irresponsible parenting. Not according to the internet. Where on the internet? Dex, it's time for your bath. But I miss my show. Don't argue with me, young man. Just do it. This is our dad. I'm the professor. Yeah, he made us in his laboratory by accident. Don't worry, professor. I was an accident, too. You're my children, and I love you, but you're all terrible. Okay, it's recording. Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Geek Parenting Podcast. Fan sorry, noises. Yes, sorry we've been gone for so long. We've had a lot happening in the past few months. It's been a couple of months. Uh, Tui is... is incredibly busy with Watchtower and his success there. And James is dealing with some things. So he decided to uh, go ahead and leave the podcast. Um, but we're here. We're here now. We're going to start recording again, I think, pretty regularly now that hey, everything's kind Tui's, of slowed down. Tui's getting me in early to see Shazam. So I do not regret his choice to work at all. How is he doing that? He's uh, the, the Watchtower is doing promotional work with uh, with the movie. I want to go. Well, Shazam. I have a Shazam tattoo, so I'm kind of the natural oh, choice. Oh, yeah, I know. That's true. I'm sorry. That is that is true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I am Dr. Sarah. I am one of your your hosts here. Uh, you can find me here at Geek Parenting Podcast, Another Mom Mess on Instagram, and also AnotherMomMess.com, my new blog where I talk about all of the fun things that have been going on with Lily over the last few months. God help me. I got one more week. She's in Texas. One more week. But to my podcast right we have a new cast member which is not on my podcast right she's on the internet right we have a new cast member who is going to be miss jocelyn christensen thank you for joining us hi guys hi we're so happy <laughs> like you could join us <laughs> i am too now I jocelyn too. you've been on with us before you've been a guest on our mama sode so i'm really happy that you're I you're did. joining us and i need my girl scout cookies lady <laughs> i know I'm sorry. It's been nuts of my life. Okay. Can I just tell you that we did, we did, uh, I'm the box tops coordinator. And mm -hmm. so it was two weeks of counting box tops and then running right into Girl Scout cookie season. And oh, it's been yay. nuts. I'm ready nuts. for my Samoas. When you get a chance, it's like, I'm okay with waiting. I know you're busy, so it's all good. Yep. That nope, all sounds like work. And I'm not about life. <laughs> it, it has been work. The Girl Scout a lot life, of work. Yo. <laughs> yeah. With Mom life. Start as a Girl Scouts, Mom Life. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, yeah. we have the fantastic man on the boards, Johnny on the boards. I don't have emotions. a board. I don't have a board. No. Is that weird? In fact, I think I still need to get you your recorder. Yeah, it's sitting over there on my desk. Yeah, one of, one <laughs> of the uh, one of the humans for, for which I can call myself a parent uh, was interested in recording. So oh. that's what that's all about. Okay, I need to, I need to get that to you then. I will be in Salt Lake on Sunday. At okay, Oasis well, Games, if you need to find me. We were going to meet up anyway, so maybe we can just do that. Okay. We can do that. But anyway, Jocelyn, we need to get to know you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, since you're new. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to know about me? Let's tell, see. I am a huge... Tell us your geekdoms. Yes. My geekdoms? All yes. the geekdoms. Yay. There's all the geekdoms. Marvel geekdom. DC, unless they've screwed up the Shazam movie, and I might have to walk away from them for a little while because I'm still angry over Batsby Soup. Yeah. <laughs> angry about that one. Let's see. Um, everything. Star Wars, Star Trek. You name it, I've seen it. 
Jocelyn and I got a VIP seat to the John Bernthal panel. Yeah, that was, me. That was amazing. Yes, he was so yeah. good. He was, he was so good. good. He was and good. That's probably the last con I went to, I think, honestly. Really? Are you going yeah, to come to GamingCon this year? Uh, I am planning to be at GamingCon. Yeah. Yes. It somehow I managed to always fall on weekends that I had other uh, uh, things going on. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I have anything going on this year for the weekend Good, of gaming. Because it's going to be fun. And I want you both to be there with me because I'm going to be doing some amazing things there. And I'm nervous that I can't spill nice. just yet. <laughs> oh, I was just going to ask what they were. I, I can oh, tell you guys cool. off offline what Ooh. they may be happening, but they're still in the works. Strictly off the books. Strictly off the books at this point. But um yeah, it, it's gonna yeah. be a it's gonna be a good con. They're they're moving to um, the Salt Palace. They've got a lot more space. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, they've got an, an, another day, so it's gonna be three days instead of two. Yeah, it's gonna be good stuff. So definitely check out nice. Salt Lake Gaming Con. Uh, never had haven't. a bad day at, at Gaming Con. I I haven't either. I'll never forget. Our, we are uh, we did a, a one shot D and D one shot before they opened on the Thursday the Friday before they the Friday they opened last year. Um, we decided to do a D&D session uh, in the big room before they opened so people could come in and have something to do. And it was it was so much fun that we packed that room. <laughs> I was kind of shocked we had so many people come in. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So tell us tell us about your kids. You have two kids. I do. I have two kids. So I have a, a ginormous, almost 15-year-old. And I say ginormous because I stand all of five foot three on a good day. And he is currently six foot two um, at 15. Yeah, big. we might have to start a GoFundMe for shoes one of these days. <laughs> I suspect. Um, and then I have my cute mini me who is uh, going to turn ten this year. So and I adore fun. her. Yes, she she is adorable. She is tons of fun. She's my first year Girl Scout, so sold all the cookies, and she goes with me nearly everywhere. So that's awesome. Yeah. And. Yeah. We are uh, going to have a spoiler episode, guys, because Jocelyn and her daughter went and saw Captain Marvel, as did Johnny and I. So uh, if you have not seen Captain Marvel, this is a good time to stop and press pause. Go watch it, and then you can come back after this short promo from our Hello Sweetie podcast partner. Watch it twice to be sure. There you go. Hey there, are you queer or some variation of it? Well, I'm Chris, and this is my co-host, Adam. And welcome to Cinema Queens, where we talk about queer cinema. Each week, we watch beloved queer classics, discuss them, review them, and cover a whole cluster of topics from our favorite scenes, what they mean to us, how it relates to our current world, and the best part, the cherry on top of the sundae happens to be... Gay Rant! So prepare your ear holes! And listen to us queens talk cinema. New episodes drop every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Bye-bye. And we're back. Woo! That was a great promo, wasn't it? The best. That, fantastic. That production <laughs> value was through the roof. Exactly. So, again, if if you're interested in more podcasts, go ahead and check out the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network on Facebook. There are a ton of podcasts in there, everything from true crime to, you know, geek parenting. So, there you go. So, spoiler episode. Initial thoughts of yeah. Captain Marvel. I can't, oh, I, I can't it. believe it was Rock Tit that put out Nick Fury's eye. <laughs> <laughs> I cold, loved it. Cold day. No, I'm, I'm totally kidding. And if you if you believe that, you didn't see the movie. Pause it right now. I called it. I called it months ago 
when we first saw Goose in the trailers, the cat took Nick Fury's eye. And I was so happy that that was the truth. It's just a scratch. Yeah. Because it makes that scene in, is it in Civil War? Or is it in Winter Soldier, where he goes, the last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. I think Winter Soldier. It was Winter Soldier? It was, he, he was being hyperbolic. Yeah. <laughs> but he freaking loved that cat. I mean, who, who didn't? Would, exactly. Who didn't? Who doesn't love a flirt? Oh, Nick Nick Fury gushing over that cat was such a hilarious highlight to me. Right? It's I so unexpected. So hard. He's a cat yeah. guy. Nick Fury is a cat guy. Oh, I love it. So, but where initially, do start? I mean, I don't, where do we start? Um, I let's, uh, let's start with Marvel. Marvel. That Marvel. is a big difference between the comic and the movie, and I'm sure a lot of men's rights numbskulls are way uptight about that. When that happened, when I heard. Going... Go ahead. I was going to say I heard gasping from a from a gentleman in the audience. My Pearl second clutching. viewing with that reveal, I yeah, gasped like, when I saw it. I went, "What?" I thought it was cool, <laughs> but I, you know. I was in a theater of nerds and, you know, there was a girl behind me who was really excited and I'm sure the men in the theater were probably a bit stunned, but I, I loved that they revealed that Annette Benning's character who is Dr. Lawson was actually Marvell. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was a great change, especially considering all of the history uh, on social media that this movie has had. and, And speaking of history, the history of comics, so many female heroes have, we're just the female equivalent of somebody else. And this kind of mm-hmm. tweaked that. So you can be a hero on your own without having inherited your powers from just some dude. You can use your brains and be a hero. Yeah. It's essentially, essentially what she was doing. Um, did you guys know, and I did not know this, that Maria Rambeau was actually the first Captain Marvel? Uh, yeah, the, the- I knew that. You knew yeah, that? Later, later photon. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I, was... I, did, I didn't know that. So I thought that was an interesting piece. But let's talk about Maria and Monica for a bit. Because okay. this movie is so full of strong women. Like more so than any other Marvel movie. Uh, you know, we've got Okoye, which you guys, you guys know I love Okoye. We've got Scarlet Witch. Oh, we've yeah. got Black Widow. But in particular, this movie was about strong women. You've got a single mother who's an Air Force pilot, mm-hmm. raising this kid on her test, own. Test pilot, because that's all they would let her do. Yeah, that's all they would let the women yeah. do, because they couldn't fly combat. Combat, yep. And how Maria was the one who said, you are the strongest woman I have ever known. You need to do this. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm just like, I'm getting teary. I just thinking well, about she, it. She talks her mom into doing this dangerous mission, which yeah. her mom doesn't want to do because she's a mom. But yeah, you know, when you're I mean, like, how many of us, like I thought about that. I'm like, would I go and do this? Because I'm a single mom, you know, Jocelyn, you're a single mom. Yeah. Would we, if we were in that position, would I have been able to do that? I yeah. Don't I don't know that I could. I don't know if I could either. I mean, that's, but I love how the, the kid's like, you're setting a really bad example for me, mom. I was like, oh, yeah, I had to tell, I told my mini me that she's not allowed to use that line on me. <laughs> oh, she told <laughs> like, me You will. can't say that to me. Oh, she will. She absolutely totally will. will. Guaranteed. Exactly. I was kind of hoping there was like in my head canon, I really would have loved for um, they, them to do a little, maybe switch up and change their last name to Williams and then have Monica be Riri. Oh. 
I wish. Then, you know, yeah. 10 years down the line, if, if, you know, with Robert Downey Jr. leaving, she could have become Ironheart. You know, that was just yeah. my headcanon. Yeah. Maybe they'll still do it. You never know. But sure. that was just my headcanon. Um, let's see. What else can we talk about? Let's talk about the scrolls. Yeah, I actually had, a, a, and I haven't read this anywhere. So mm-hmm. as, you know, somebody else must have had this same line of thinking. I just haven't seen it. So traditionally, the scrolls are more or less a foil. They're a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of how they were made out in the promotional material. And they went a completely different direction in this movie. Mm-hmm. Which made sense if you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. And how they set up the Kree, specifically Ronan in Guardians of the Galaxy, if you think about it well, that way. I was I was thinking about it in terms of our crappy reality. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how funny that they take something that you assume is going to be the villain and make them a sympathetic refugee. Exactly. Yeah. How, asylum. Yeah, I'm like, that. that is just too on point for today's climate. Yeah, it was... Yeah. I loved it. If if that was accidental, my hell, what an accident. My my guess is that it wasn't accidental. I think there were a lot of things that were in this movie that were not accidental at all, including the reference to to when when the motorcycle guy pulls up and he tells her to give me a smile. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean that was that had to be a direct reference to some of the stuff we saw on social media. But but, but they made Nick Fury do the dishes. <laughs> oh, oh, men don't do Lord. dishes. I know. God. <laughs> Jesus. Let's talk for a minute about um, God and my his name has left my head. He plays Talos. He was the Rogue One. Ben guy. Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, Holy so shit! Like I had no expectation for him to be funny or like have any comedy chops, but my God, that man can do the. Oh comedy. yeah. Like yeah. I was so shocked, and I didn't know he was Australian either. So that was kind of a shocker for me when I finally looked him up. I said, "He's Australian." Yeah, me too. He's so very British in Rogue One. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by. Yeah, he, he by kind his of uh, he kind of Christoph waltzed his way into this movie because, like, the first time I saw Christoph Waltz, he was in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, and just a mm-hmm. terrific villain. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you see him in Django, and he's just a completely different character. And you're like, oh yeah. my god, I love this guy. Yeah. Same thing with Ben Mendelsohn. It's like, I'm expecting myself to hate him. And at the end, I'm like, I want more of Talos. Yeah, give me a Talos movie. Yeah, I want a Talos movie. I want to see what happens when Talos leaves with Captain Marvel and they go off to find their own home. Oh, so Mm -hmm. so good. With his Fonzie lunchbox. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we just talk about that fight scene for one second? The I'm just a girl fight scene. Uh, that, if was, that wasn't the best soundtrack choice for that scene, I don't know what could have been. I was laughing choice. so hard when oh, that started. I loved, it. I loved it, and it felt so like it felt so Guardians of the Galaxy to me. Yes, which works because yes. she's part of the Guardians. Well, and, she's she's part of the Marvel cosmic. Yeah, and you know, yeah. if you think about the timeline, and I thought about this after I saw it with my friends at work, um, she goes off to stop the Cree, obviously. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what happened between that point and where we see Ronan in Guardians of the Galaxy to turn him into such a extremist? Like, what's that timeline? Because the Cree gave up their imperialistic ideas by the time we get to Guardians, right? Uh, so a that's little a- orange Cree with bad hair took over? 
Maybe so. Truth, truth. But like, I just, I love the connections that you can see for Guardians. So you've got, what's his name? Um, Jaimon Hansu. What's his character's name? Yeah, I can't Oh, remember. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's, he's one of the first guys you see, and then you see Ronan, and it's like, this is a total lineup for, you know, we're going to see some kind of connection between Captain Marvel and the Guardians universe eventually here. You know, I mean, we already have, yeah. but it's going to be even bigger at that point. Yeah, and it was even sure. even got Lee Pace. I thought that was pretty cool. Thank God they brought him back. I like him. I like yeah. him. Jocelyn, I would lick him too if he can. <laughs> but only with consent. Only with consent, of course. Right. I would never All lick right. any celebrity without their consent first. We know this, <laughs> Johnny. You know the you know the Michael Fassbender story, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So say, we we've had long conversations about consent <laughs> and licking. So. Oh yes. Okay. And and. I've had, you know, Lucas was there and Deborah was there. So I feel perfectly okay with saying I will look a celebrity only with their consent. <laughs> Jude Law goes into that too. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, fair. Do you guys have any other thoughts on this one? I've, I've been kind of talking a lot. I want to hear what you guys really thought. Getting to end. Well, and we talked about a few minutes ago about how it was such a strong female movie. And I'll go a step farther. This was a stronger female movie than Wonder Woman was. We had more strong female characters in this movie than I can ever think of seeing. Mm -hmm. So exactly. I mean, like, we had the Amazons, but that's a different level. Yeah, her, her, her traveling party was an ensemble of men. men. Yeah. The only other yeah. female you really saw her interact with other than the Amazons was... Um, was Candy. Candy. Yep. He was also a strong character, but nothing like Captain Marvel. You had strong women who you actually focused on. You knew their stories. Yeah. You knew who they were. Whereas the Amazons were kind of just this writ large group. They were, you know yeah, I mean? they were there. Yeah, they were there. They were there. They, I mean, they're strong, but they were just there. Whereas, yeah, you know, the backstory, you see their friendship, you see them flying planes together, you know, her. You see them raising that, that kid together in many ways, because yeah. she, she oh, yeah. talks about how um, Carol Danvers was not close with her family. And so Maria mm -hmm. was essentially her family. So, yep, it's so just, we became uh, your family. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and in their flashbacks, her family was oh. dicks. Oh, her dad was a dick. It looks like one of her brothers may not have been. Because one of her brothers yeah. was sitting there with her talking about the stars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was a very poignant yeah. moment. But her dad was a dick. He's like, you shouldn't be out there. She's like, you let them drive. There's no crying yeah. in baseball. <laughs> There's yeah. no crying in car accidents. <laughs> well, and she wasn't even crying. No, no. she wasn't. She, wasn't even she was ready to go again. that car. Yeah. Yeah. If you notice in all of those scenes where she's falling down, she never once is mm -hmm. crying. No. Nope. She was putting nope. on her and big girl pants and getting yeah. back up. She was like, I am yeah. stoic. And I'm going to do this again. Yep. And clenched her fist every time mm -hmm. to get back up. That so. is a scene I really want Lily to see. As yeah. a mom of a kid who is struggling emotionally, like that scene, yeah. I don't know if she's old enough to get it yet, but I want her to see it. Yeah. Well, one uh, one that I thought was really funny. She lets uh, she lets Nick Fury go to the trouble of MacGyvering open a door <laughs> just to prove a few seconds later I can do it a lot faster. <laughs> you let me play with tape. <laughs> you look like you had it. <laughs> oh my um, god. 
Like, yeah, there were so many complaints about Brie Larson and like she never smiles. And I'm like, through this whole movie, I'm like, she's got the best personality. Okay. In you know? all of the male led Marvel movies, do you know how often I've paid attention to when they smile? Never. Never. And you know how much mm-hmm. I paid attention to this one? I didn't. Neither did I. It's that easy. Exactly. See, people, it's not that hard. I mean, I'm looking at and my also, Infinity War poster. It's right in front of me, and none of the women are smiling on that either. The only one smiling is Loki. Loki's smiling. He's smirking. <laughs> As Loki He's smirking. should be. <laughs> but nobody else is smiling? Nobody. Yeah. So. I know, they're all dour as hell. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it is Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. True. True. <laughs> oh, okay. So are we going to talk end credit scenes? I think we kind of need to. Okay. The question yeah. is, are we talking... Are we talking well, mid-credit talking, scene or end-credit scene first? Are we talking hacking up a Tesseract? <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> when that happened, yeah. when they revealed it as a Tesseract, I was like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Well, and, and it's funny because you're sitting there going, I just sat through all of this to watch a cat hack, hack up a up glowing cube. <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> That's what I love about the very end-credit oh. scenes lately is they've been very much kind of throwaways in many ways. But they're yeah. so- like everybody okay, that, in the theater was dying of laughing. I was like, "Oh the, God, we know it's coming. We know it's coming." Yeah, the, the, the Stanley Marvel logo and the Stanley oh. cameo. Do you know oh, what he was reading? Was the best. He, he was reading mm-hmm. the Mallrats script. Yeah, and Ke- Kevin, like it made Smith, Kevin Smith cry. It made Kevin Smith cry. He's like, "I didn't know you guys were doing this." And he posted a picture of himself, and he was just like, "Tears." He had, he had puffy eyes. He had puffy eyes. He's he like, did. "I didn't we're doing this. Thank you." Yeah, I got everybody in the theater was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, and I love how she smiled at him. You know, that was kind yeah. of the last. Yeah, the double take. Yeah. You know, as you. Far, I, I know they did, uh, they they got some of the cameos pre-shot. And I think I, they did. I don't know up, how many. I think they did them up through Endgame. Because I was going to say, I, heard I, gonna say, I think a cameo for Endgame. Yeah. I think the perfect natural ending, at least as far as the the Stanley in my head, would be Spider Man. I I hope they get it through. That would be really nice if they got it through Far From Home. I know they recorded a whole bunch. Yeah. So I mean, like Spider Man is what just really kept Marvel going. It was it was you know, and yeah. that was Stanley and and Steve Ditko. Mm-hmm. And both of them died the last this last year. Yeah. Oh, so sad. But yeah, um, that end credit scene, the the last one, I was dying. Yeah, which it was it was part of. uh, So the mid credit scene, it was actually part of the end game trailer. Is it part of the trailer? Yeah. Oh, really? Because you can see Cap looking at the screen, and it shows people who are missing and and gone. But here's here's what I'm confused about. In the trailer, he's beardless. So does. Does does this end scene happen either between, or, it could or does be it happen continuity right at, error. Yeah, or could it be right at the beginning, and then he shaves his beard before he goes and does the stuff? Because maybe he's and yeah, maybe there's two different scenes. Maybe he's time traveling, and so he decides to shave his beard because we know Captain Marvel can time time travel in the comics. Yeah, we think that Ant Man sure. has some kind of quantum realm time time traveling power timey-wimey timey-wimey wibbly-wobbly <laughs> did dr strange go back before he lost the time stone and warn people i mean there are so many possibilities within that scene yeah. but well I they're sitting it here, could be as simple as he's taking back up the mantle of captain america exactly versus versus having given that mantle up mm-hmm. so 
being, that, yeah. being unofficially nomad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, looks like Hawkeye is taking on the Ronan. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Ronan with an I, not an A. <laughs> I really hope Agent Ross got lost in the snap and he doesn't come back. That's just my only wish. Everybody else can come back except for Agent yeah. Ross. Screw that. Screw Agent Ross. Yeah, he's a dick. Uh, <laughs> but I really like how they were all sitting there, like trying to figure out what this thing is, and they have it like contained. Yeah. They're like, "Well, Nick yeah. Fury knew what it was. I want to know what's on the end of this." And it's Black Widow. She turns around and she's there. And she's like, "Where's Fury?" Yeah. Nobody you know, calls me like, Nicholas. Nobody calls me Joseph. Everyone calls me Fury. What about your mother? She calls me Fury. Fury. What do you call her? I call her Fury. What about your kids? If I ever have any, they'll call me Fury. <laughs> And then when they're in the elevator and the guy calls him Nicholas, we're yeah. like, oh, yeah. dude, you just gave your shit away. <laughs> yeah, I, Was I there anything in the movie that, that bothered you? No. No. Uh, I, thought it, I felt like it was a little heavy handed on the 90s music. Just a little. Not too much. But just, I, was, I just no. felt like there was too. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, were there any songs in particular that felt out of place, or there was just too much of it? I literally snort laughed when she went back to talk to the the great intelligence or whatever it was, and Nirvana started playing. I literally (laughs) snort laughed. That was the only one. Yeah, I I like literally (laughs) snort laughed. I was the only one in the theater, but I was like, really? I mean, I liked it after the fact that they did it, but the first time was just like, oh, was, oh man. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, I liked the use of the other stuff. I thought it worked well, especially, you know, the I'm just a girl, no doubt stuff worked well for me. Yeah. But yeah, I totally snort laughed in the middle okay. of the theater. If if you had to, or if you did not had to, if you could, is there any song you would replace that maybe you think would fit better? Now, I only bring this up because mm-hmm. I saw somebody that, I don't know if I agree with this or not, but during the the fight scene, mm-hmm. they said maybe instead of I'm just a girl, you could have done like the, uh, you know, Alanis Morissette's breakout song. That might have been fitting too. And I'm like, I could see that. I don't know if I'd prefer that, but I can see where you're coming from. Which one was so, that? Oh, it's, the, I, I think I can, I can hear it in my head. Uh, you're not talking about ironic, are you? No, no, it's the one no. where everyone thought she was singing about uh, Dave Col- uh, uh, Dave Collier. Is it like? No, um, it's not. It's not ironic. No. Oh, now I'm gonna have to look this up. Hold on, Lannis. Yeah, Morris I can't said, think of the name of the song. You ought to know. Yes. Oh yeah. That might have worked better. No, ow, ow, no. no it, it might have. I don't know if it would have been better, but it might have been okay. But the person was saying that's what they would have preferred. But that made me start thinking about were there any songs no, that I would. Looking at the lyrics here in front of me, I think. Well, but I mean, how often do people pay attention to the lyrics and putting it in a in a movie? They're more I mean, the tone of the song, I unless you're unless you're uh, <laughs> oh, Baby Driver. Uh, what was his name? That's true. Yeah, Edgar Wright. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I'm just a girl works tonally at that point. Oh yeah, and lyrically at the same time. Well, I mean it. it it didn't take away from the seriousness of the fight, I don't think. No. But at the same time, it was kind of like a, a little wink to the audience. Yeah. But I also, I loved, like, she knew she wasn't going to lose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, she's like, 
I'm going to kick your guys' ass and I'm going to enjoy it. Because when she gets slammed underneath the pinball machine and she just smiles, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. On. Thanos is screwed. I know. Once she took off her restraining bolt, it was all ass kicking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's another thing I loved is like, everybody kept telling her, control your emotions. Doing, control your emotions, number one. Number two, she's like, they're like, you wouldn't be able to do this without us. And she's like, nah, you guys have been holding oh. me back. Okay, when she, when she finally confronts uh, Jude Law, and he's like, he puts down his gun, and he's like, come on, prove yourself. And she's like, I don't got to uh, prove shit. Yeah, she's like, I don't <laughs> yeah. prove myself no. Boom. I was like, you're goddamn right. That was such an Indiana Jones moment, though. I loved it. Like, he's just sitting there trying to fight her. She's like, fuck you. Blast yep. him against the rock. <laughs> and then I love that she didn't, he did, wasn't dead. She sent him back to the Cree. Mm-hmm. To give them a message. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another show of like. Tell them I'm coming for all of them. Yeah, he's still a villain, which means he's <laughs> going to be a villain down the road. I hope too, because I I like Jude Law personally. But yeah, I'll agree with that. But um, I don't know that I like him enough to lick him, but I like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we we need a lick scale. We need a lick scale. Oh, okay. Lickability scale. Lickability scale. That might happen. Lickability <laughs> scale. Sorry, Stefan. <laughs> haven't done that in a while. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> well, now I'm just thinking about this. Oh my gosh. On the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've had too much wine. Oh. Do you guys have any final thoughts about this lovely this lovely movie we've had to experience? It's just been such I mean as far as a superhero movie just uh, in general, it didn't really do anything new, unexpected. Yeah. yeah. Or, uh, but circumstantially, this thing has been huge, and sometimes just by accident, like it, it killed at the box office. It did. Despite it's the second behind people, Infinity War's biggest opening. Yeah, but, but, uh, people were trying to bomb this thing on on Rotten Tomatoes because they're petty and stupid, and it's still killing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And it's so still I'm like, you know what? If, if you liked the, the previous 20 Marvel movies, great. Go watch those. Piss You're going to like it. If, but, if you but, liked, if you, if you only like the first three Star Wars movies, shut up and go like those. Just leave everybody else alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's, what's crazy about this is in the scale of Marvel movies, it's not the best movie. It's not Black Panther. It's not Ragnarok. It's not Infinity War. But it's not the worst Marvel movie ever made. It's ten times better. Oh, no. than See, it's movie. but it unlike Black Panther, like we had we got a little bit of his origin in Civil War. This was straight origin story. Straight Those origin are story. always rough. Yeah. Well, almost yeah. always rough. Almost always, with the exception yeah. of Captain America, which I think is the best origin story we've had. Yeah. Maybe next to Iron Man, but I mean, if you look at Guardians, I mean, Guardians well, was Iron, kind of Iron Man's was just paced well. Captain yeah. America, I mean, he's just, you know, a scrappy little punk mm-hmm. with, with you know, a good moral head on his shoulders. What is yeah. your favorite origin story in the Marvel universe? If you had uh, to one. Cinematic? Yeah, cinematic. Gosh, oh. that's rough. That is rough. Because for me, it would be a toss-up between the first Guardians and Captain America. The first Captain America. <laughs> Homecoming, because they skipped it. 
We already know this. Yeah, he, he died. Yeah. I was bit by a spider. Let's move on. Let's yeah. talk about yeah, Ned. I, I actually <laughs> love I Ned. The first, the first Thor movie, though, like, but I, I would, know. I, I like that I would compare. I would Thor is comparable to Captain Marvel in terms of origin story. They're kind of straightforward. You know what you're getting. Yeah. I mean, you get yeah. that with every origin story. That's why I kind of like lean towards Guardians more because it's kind of unexpected. Even right. Doctor Strange is kind of an unexpected origin story if you think about it. Yeah, true. So yeah. A, a buddy of mine posted this question. I don't think either of you are friends with him on on the Facebook. He was uh, he noticed that in one of the flying scenes, probably towards the end when she's full power, <clears throat> Captain Marvel left a bit of a rainbow colored trail. And he posed the question: Do you think she has the ability to sudden the bifrost? The bifrost. And Maybe I'm like, I have, I have no idea. I because honestly can't even speculate. But that would be so cool. She does go binary. She, we see her as binary in this. If you think about mm -hmm. it, who are the most powerful people in the Marvel universe, other than Thor? Thor doesn't count. Uh, dum Dum Dugan and Happy Hogan. No. <laughs> Scarlet Witch no. is known to. Is known to be one of the most powerful. Well, she did actually how, you know, alter all of reality once. How is she powered in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? How did she get her powers? We don't know. With one of the, one infinity, of the stones, one of the infinity Stones. Oh, did, she, she tested, infinity. did it touch right? on that? It did. In, it was in S.H.I.E.L.D. You saw it at the end of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is, oh, she was being okay. tested by Loki's staff. So mm -hmm. she's powered by the Mind Gem in some ways. Yeah, they couldn't make her a mutant in this because they don't right. have the... Exactly. <laughs> Then you, have, the right. then you have Doctor Strange, who has access to the Time Stone. He's considered an Omega-level powered person. He's not a mutant, but he's considered to be very powerful. And then Captain mm -hmm. Marvel. So you have all these people who have access or have used the Infinity Stones. I think that's all going to come together. All right. Hers, so came, hers more or less came from, from the, the Tesseract. Tesseract. And then right. you've got, if you think back to Peter Quill... He harnessed the power of the Power Stone. Yeah. Yeah. So, are all these people going to come together eventually at the end in some well, way? Plus, his dad was a god with a little G. Yeah. Little yeah. God. Planet. <laughs> My dad was a planet. I mean, these are just <laughs> theories. These are just theories I'm throwing out. You know, like almost every character has harnessed in some way or another the power of a stone. I'm curious what role Thanos is going to play because, as far as he's concerned, his story arc has played its. It and I've done. had the funny thing is I've had some conversations with people online. Adam McDonald and I have kind of talked mm -hmm. about it. Is he does, he doesn't think that Thanos is going to be playing a huge role in this? Yeah, I, I could see them kind of putting him in the back because he's that, he's he's done what he set out to do. He's an afterthought, True. and even though I thought I could have sworn there was a scene that we see. Thor in the trailer in Thanos's little hut. Yeah, I, I, like the, I like the idea that he is an afterthought, and their goal is to reset what he did somehow. I don't know. It, it you know we won't know for another month. <laughs> hey, at least it's only a month. I mean, right? I like until, until then, we've got Shazam, we've got Hellboy. I think I'll be okay. Exactly. Speaking of Hellboy, did you guys know David Harbour is going to be in Ogden soon? I love David Harbour. I did know that. Uh, uh, but okay. the Uncon? Uncon, which is coming up. Um, I just actually found out about it a little while ago. But if you get a chance, um, this is a local convention. It's 
brand new. It's called Ogden Uncon. And of course, Facebook is still being a bitch. Yeah. Um, so Ogden, Ogden Uncon, David Harbert's June 7th through 9th. Um, it's up here in Ogden at the Eccles Conference Center. David Harbor is going to be there, um, as 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 well as a bunch of other people. They're going to have 24-hour gaming, 24-hour panels. I think this is a brilliant oh idea. I, um, I have just gotten back from Denver. I might be oh. burned out. Oh, that's right. Shit. <laughs> I need to. I, I'm still waiting to hear if I get my Denver um, media pass. Oh, I hope you do. I hope I do too, but if I don't, I'm going to give you a book to get signed for me by Matt Mercer at the very least. Um, so yeah, the Ogden Eccles Conference Center, it's going to be up there June 7th through 9th. It's con season. I'm ready. Um, I'll be covering as many cons as I can through media. So we'll just go from nice. there. Yeah. The only thing that does freak me out about Uncon is they have that robot there. What robot? Uh, Sophia. She's a robot. Uh, you can get, oh man, really? She, she does table selfies? She's a robotics greater mission of developing intelligent, empathetic robots to make a positive impact on humanity and co-create a better future for all. Basically, it's Battlestar Galactica. They're going to soften us up for Skynet. Cylon. Yeah, Cylon, Skynet, that kind of stuff. <laughs> nope. All right. Any final thoughts about Captain Marvel? Any final Just that theory? Everybody about needs to go see it yes yeah. I've seen it multiple times i'm gonna go try and go see it again this weekend since the kid is gonna be gone for another week so i'm gonna try and see it again i love it and i loved it even more the second time i went saw I, it i actually bought one of the uh <clears throat> captain marvel cups at the theater yeah <laughs> i bought the one that actually ha that has the uh iron-on patch attached to it so i can put oh, it on my marvel vest shut up i nice. the day it came out i left work early because i had tickets to go see it so i went and bought a jacket at I love Fox your jacket, Lunch. by the way. And I went and bought a shirt, a Hot Topic, and then I bought the cup and the popcorn thing. <laughs> I'm like, I need everything, Captain Marvel. Take all my money. There Captain you go. Well, did boy, you but... see? Did you see what uh, Gal Gadot posted? Oh yeah, How wasn't she that so sweet? It was. I was like, oh That's what we need. Damn it. Exactly. We need more of that. Supporting other people, no matter what your film family genre dc marvel is just everybody just we, it's the golden age of geekdom stop being dicks yes yep and that's, that's or i'm taking I'm your geek it. card you're taking my geek card no oh, if you're you, if they don't, yeah cards. if they don't stop being dicks i'm taking their geek cards okay i i agree with that let's Fair. just take all the cards of people who are being dicks be a dick you lose your geek card okay. all right i think it's time to put a fork in this one Sounds like plan. Right. Uh, Jocelyn, you need to come up with a with a sign off. <laughs> no. Eventually, down the future. Um, mine is. How about? Uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, how about my tattoo from Kate Left that says, "Don't tell me to smile." Yes. Oh, yes. Did you just bring me with a lightsaber? Up, up, and orally. <laughs> Woohoo! All right. How do I stop recording? There it is. Okay. <laughs> stop recording.
Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.